Hello again. I'm off the ferry and crossing the West Side Highway. On my way across Manhattan to work. It's probably super loud. An elevator, construction happening. There's trash everywhere, which you can't hear, but I can smell. Um, so yeah, I thought as a good warm-up, I don't know if I'll end up keeping this, but seems like a good uh, warm-up topic to talk about skates that I've owned over the years. Um, I was listening to uh, Craig Spaven's podcast yesterday where he goes through and lists all the skates that he's had over the years and um, sorry there's uh, garbage trucks and bullshit around me um, Yes, yeah, so I was listening to Craig's podcast yesterday where he goes through and talks about skates that he's owned and I added that to my topic list. Um, and that was a great podcast, by the way, Craig, if you end up hearing this. And yeah, so it seems like a good, good warm-up topic. I'll just kind of rattle off a shit ton of skates that I've had over the years. I may end up re-recording this depending on how rambly it gets. Um, also, some chance that uh, it will devolve into um, one of those kind of like, this is my blade story, man. And I'll end up just talking about all the things that happened along the way. Uh, entire history of my relationship with skating. But I'm going to try my best not to do that because I don't know. I haven't put enough. Uh, I haven't I don't know enough about podcasting yet to learn how to make an interesting podcast, and I don't want to totally just have a super unstructured, uh, long one about me just being like, "Oh yeah, that happened." So, um, yeah. But here we go. It's talking about lists of skates that I've owned over the years. Make sure I'm actually recording. Yep. Cool, so um, in like probably 1993, I think. Uh, the year was 1993. I don't remember how old I was. Um, probably in fourth grade. And uh, my parents, my parents got me and me and my little brothers um, some rollerblades uh, for Christmas. I think there were. I think the first pair we had were uh, Veriflex. Sorry, just. Uh, 
Got a truck and some cars passing. Okay, yeah, so, Veriflex. Uh, yeah, had those classic, like, um, classic, like, black, uh, blue, green, possibly some yellow, green or yellow wheels. Uh, I think, I think, uh, Richie Eisler recently had a, a pro model, a pro model 72A on that was modeled after um, that kind of original Veriflex 90s design. Um, but yeah, so you can probably imagine what that looked like. Uh, played a lot of hockey on those, a lot of roller hockey. Um, but I don't think I did any, definitely didn't do any grinds. I think they had a metal chassis, I think, from what I can recall. But um, it was really a long time ago, so not sure uh, after that sorry a lot of a lot of trucks a lot of trucks um, after that had some California pros which is a hilarious name for uh, inline skate brands California pros they had like a plastic chassis they I think they were like sparkly like Power Ranger red kind of like those uh, Kind of like those uh, power slide Imperials that came out at some point in the past five years. Um, so yeah, I had those like California Pros. They had like a ribbed plastic chassis, which at some point I tried to grind in them. I don't even know how I got the idea to grind. Maybe it was from watching the movie Airborne. I think that came out in 1993. Um, but yeah, somehow I caught wind of like, you could grind with the blades, so that and jumping over stuff from watching Mighty Ducks, um, just learned that there was, uh, more stuff to do than just play hockey. Um, And uh, yeah, so California pros, and then at, so at, at some point I, you know, realized like these aren't the these skates aren't going to get me where I want to go. And <clears throat> in terms of like my trick progression, and I must have had some friends that had uh, rollerblade lightnings probably, and they just seemed so solid compared to my like rickety California pros and so I, I begged my parents for some lightning TRS um, not like not the Broscow you know new school TRS's with like a skin and all that stuff these were these were these uh, TRS were and, and the original lightnings were pretty much 
the exact same thing as the Tarmax that came out, which was Chris Edwards' Pro Skate. But um, just with the, the the Tarmax had some like a power strap and um, a 45 degree strap, and like a hilarious grind plate that, like, I think just was like a it was like a piece of metal that wrapped all the way around it basically was like an h block that you could attach to your skates but it wouldn't wear i mean it might wear but it's 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 a metal it wasn't going to groove very easily um just running across an intersection and so uh anyway yeah the lightning trs pretty much the same same stuff as regular lightnings uh, tarmax um, that, that's where that skate is where like a lot of the progression progression started for a lot of people uh, because you know it had uh, it had a frame that had a frame that you could wear grooves into um, it was sturdy it was rivet the frame was riveted on it was like a fiberglass or uh, I don't know, some kind of glass type material uh, riveted onto the, the shell um, and I guess by the way that shell is the same shell as the M12 so a lot of history there um, yeah people people were doing grinds and and that was the skate where a lot of people started didn't have much soul didn't have much space for uh, for soul grinds but um, you know people made it work somehow and um, yeah like people somehow did like top sides on those it's, it's pretty insane to think about uh, because the, the heel of the boot is much higher than the front of the of the sole plate or of, of the side of the boot where you would lock on for your soul grinds. So people really, you know, bending their ankles and all that. Uh, and, and, you know, not to mention how difficult uh, royales, backslides, any kind of tricks like that were without, um, you know, modern day royale backslide groove uh, plate protection technology. Um, so yeah those skates were a big move um started jumping over all kinds of stuff wearing wearing grooves into that frame um my dad obviously hated that and so i was like yeah well there's these cool things called grind plates and uh, i eventually got some senate grind plates to protect those frames but um sorry just a lot of noise coming up here Um, I think I think I must have outgrown the uh, must have outgrown those Lightning TRS, or or maybe I just maybe I somehow just convinced my dad like that uh, that I was that I that I needed more another another pair of skates. Um, so ended up getting the Majestic 12s, like I think the original Majestic 12s, 
had that red red Rossi's grind plate and again that was pretty much the same skate as it's pretty much the same skate as the Lightning TRS um, so yeah had that original original Rossi's M12 with the Senate lowriders Arlo Lone Stars um, no, I think they were they're just lowriders not, not Lone Stars and uh, those were bigger I think I bought maybe like a size 11 and I had like a size 9 in the uh, in the uh, TRS so I didn't didn't um, didn't like those at first but then uh, grew, grew to like them they had an H block in the in the frame which uh, the lighting TRS did not have um, and so that, that helped with the wearing of uh, from all the grinds uh, but that skate eventually got stolen out of my parents garage in California um, I guess we left the garage door open and you know some little, some kid from the neighborhood uh, came in and grabbed him so that was a bummer but at the same time I wasn't like super into those I wasn't super into those skates uh, sorry it's super loud here I'll just pause for a second Yeah, so I wasn't like totally, totally heartbroken about the losing the M12s. I think I just ended up like trying my best to skate the uh, skate the um, Lightning TRS, and uh, I also got a mod done. This is like way back in 1995, probably. Um, I got this mod done. I, I found this website back, you know, in like the early days of the internet uh, about these these aggressive skaters who were made their own sole plate and they would attach it to your boot. It's called the AT sole plate. AT for Alan and Tom. And they lived not too far away from where my parents and I lived. Um, probably like 20, 20 minute drive or something. They lived in like Walnut Creek, California. Um, and so, anyway, got that mod done, which is hilarious because you're going there and they're just installing it for you. And I was like 12 or 13 years old. My mom with like my two younger brothers drives me over there. And uh, yep, I wonder what those guys are up to now. If anybody knows, let me know. Um, yeah, so I went back to skating that, that TRS. Uh, um, and then, I, I don't know, again, somehow convinced my parents, like, all right, well, need more new skates because these TRS don't fit or something. Uh, and, and they got me some, I, I, I guess I was, I was super into TJ Weber, 
and oxygen was kind of the hot shit at that point, 1995, 1996. So, um, ended up getting some oxygen argon 3.1s. Um, I think I set them up with like, I don't think I skated the, uh, I think they came with like some Kryptonics, like boulders or 66 millimeters or some shit. And, uh, I set them up, I think, with, like, Michael Pallock wheels, like, flat, which I don't remember what they were, maybe 56, 57. Um, yep, those were cool skates. Uh, those are also, like, very classic, like, mid-90s skates. Uh, you can find a lot of classic footage of, like, well-known rollerbladers, like Dustin Latimer, Eric Shrine, um, Eric Burke, TJ Weber, just crushing it in those skates, Michael Pallack. Um, yeah, I think Michael Pallack helped design that skate, I believe. Um, Brooke Howard Smith as well. Yeah, but as one does, I, I kind of, you know, grew curious about other skates. Uh, you know, back then, like, the K2 Fatty was kind of the... Uh, K2 Fatty was like this new skate that was being designed specifically for aggressive and um, it was the first, I think it was the first of that kind built specifically for aggressive like you know Rossi's had the M12, I don't know exactly when it came out but that was really just not not really that specialized for aggressive um, and I think Oxygen hit the market right around the same time as K2 with a with a ground up a ground up skate uh, for aggressive um, but yeah K2 was K2 was the, uh, the cool kid at the party everybody wanted to know what that was about and again all sorts of classic footage of well-known rollerbladers skating it Eric Shrine um, Ryan Jacklone Ryan Jacklone was definitely a big influence for me I had like those whatever magazine like there was like an inline skater magazine which was not you know not one of the two big aggressive magazines like box and daily bread but inline skater had a big like uh story i think multi-page story on jack loan and obviously i was like this is awesome i need fatties he was like the spin king um i think you i guess he didn't win the first x games but maybe i can't remember but he crushed it um, but yeah, so definitely it was like, I need to try these fatties, bought them off my friend, um, used, and they were super sick. Um, kind of went back before, went back and forth between, uh, Oxygens and K2 fatties, uh, for a little bit, um, And also uh, moved moved from California to New Jersey, um, which was massively, massively different in terms of skating. No longer could I roll down the street and go grind a ledge. I had to uh, get a ride from somebody whom 
my parents did not know or trust and probably wore Jinko jeans that were two feet wide. Um, yeah. So, um, didn't end up like, uh, at, at some point, I got one more pair of skates before I quit. Um, I got some K2 backyard bobs. I think they were like they were like a little bit cheaper than other skates. Maybe I don't know how much they were two two hundred or one fifty or I don't know. But they had some like appeal for how cheap they were. So convinced my mom that I needed those. I don't know if the other K2s had broken or what. Got a pair and then um, not too long. I didn't skate too much. Uh, too much into my I don't think I, I don't think I stopped sorry I don't think I skated after um, uh, like 10th grade uh, I think I just fell off started hanging out with other people couldn't get rise to the skate session um, my, 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 I had two younger brothers so my parents couldn't just like drop whatever they were doing and drive me like 20 minutes or whatever to some random town in New Jersey to grind like a single ledge and then yeah it's pretty painful um was not was not convenient but uh anyway yeah that that's like my first couple skates uh from 1993 to like 1998 um And yeah, all, all good skates, all like very common skates, uh, common skates for anybody who was in that era. Um, and like, you can watch a VG3, VG4, you'll see a ton of these uh, old classic skates in use. Um, but yeah, I am pretty close to pretty close to my my job my office um, near Bryant Park right now and uh, I'll probably just wrap this up for today there's still still a lot more skates to talk about um, and I'll probably end up re-recording this because I just said said um a thousand times and was not didn't not plan really what I was gonna say but um yeah so if you made it this far thanks for listening if you have any feedback things i can do better in terms of recording the podcast or things you want to hear about um definitely let me know you probably know how to get a hold of me if you're listening to this but you can reach me on instagram at jzh201 to my handle or on slack slack to blading uh as thor 83 And yeah. All right, guys. Have a good day. Thanks, y'all.